Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Ali. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Happy Thursday. I missed you. We didn't have a have a, a show last week. I know we were both, at least I was very swamped. And so I asked you for, for the week off and you were yeah. like, yeah, it's okay. Things are crazy anyway, but um, I appreciated the break. Uh, even though we're just kind of getting up and running as a podcast, mm-hmm. we needed, I needed to pause for a minute and get everything in a row. So I appreciate that very much. And happy birthday. You just had a birthday. Thank you. It was a really good one. It was last year. I had like a, a full quarantine birthday because quarantine had just started a few months prior. So this year was a just easing out of quarantine birthday. So we actually got to go to a restaurant and like Yay. feel more free. And like, yeah, it was really nice. That's awesome. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. That actually leads into kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, my birthday was on June 19th. And June 19th also happens to be Juneteenth, right? June 19th, Um, which obviously I've had 29 birthdays now, but I didn't know that Juneteenth was a thing at all until like a couple years ago. I think a lot of people didn't really know that it was a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this is the first year that it's being recognized as a federal holiday. It's, It's always been a holiday since 1865. Well, 1866 was the first time it was celebrated. Um, but now it is it is officially acknowledged by the government as a holiday, mm-hmm. um, which I think is an important distinction um, because Black people have been celebrating it for a long time, but now white people right. are in on it. Uh, that's really the only difference. Um, and yeah, I have a lot of feelings and thoughts about Juneteenth. And so I thought maybe today we could talk a little bit about what the holiday actually is and how brands and business owners and marketers um, can think about holidays like this and, and you know, honor them and, and celebrate them and revere them without being tokenizing and without, you know, stumbling into offensive territory because there are lots of ways to mishandle stuff like this. And my biggest fear is that it's going to turn into you know, Cinco de Mayo, right? Which everyone thinks Cinco de Mayo is Mexico's Independence Day. Let's drink tequila and wear sombreros. And all of that is wrong, right? Like every single part of that sentence is incorrect. It's not Mexico's Independence Day. It's not for us Americans to celebrate, especially not in that way. Like there's so many things wrong with that. And my fear is that Juneteenth is just going to turn into this excuse to take a day off party Mm -hmm. and we're going to forget all the complexities of what it actually is so can we talk about that today I think we should absolutely yeah absolutely so I I've been reading up on it a lot so I might take over the I might talk a lot so please interrupt me because I definitely (laughs) want to hear and see your perspective um on it as well because this is this is our show not my show um but yeah I think I think the general understanding right now is like Juneteenth was the day that the slaves were freed or Um, like that the last of the slaves (laughs) were freed or something like that right that's that's kind of what the the discussion is Mm -hmm. it was the day when the last of the slaves were told 
that's actually not even true. Um, when the last area that still had slaves was notified that the slaves were free. This was two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation was signed, mm-hmm. six months before the 13th Amendment was passed, mm-hmm. which outlawed slavery. So when I forget the name of the general in 1865 rode into Texas and told everyone a lot of the slaves were were freed and they celebrated and were really happy. But a lot of them were um, that information was kept from them. Like a lot of slave owners held that information until after harvest season was over because they wanted that that work. Mm -hmm. A lot of them never told them and government officials had to come and, and forcibly free slaves and a lot of slaves um, were freed or were, were notified that they were free, left the property, uh, and were hunted down and killed. Mm-hmm. A lot of slaves were freed and then ended up perishing because they had nowhere to go. They had no homes. They had no resources. They had no money. They had no mm-hmm. food. So it is, in principle, a really great day. But there's a lot there's a lot of, of sadness in my mind mm-hmm. to it. Um, mm-hmm. it. It upsets me that we have to celebrate the ending of something that shouldn't have happened anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, when I think of Juneteenth, honestly, it makes me sad. It makes me really sad. And it makes me think about how in a lot of ways, the effects of slavery are not over. Mm-hmm. And and they still linger and they still persist. We still have racism, right? We still have areas of this country that are segregated and, and inequalities on a massive scale. Um, and so for me, it's more of a day of look at look at how difficult it was to free all of these people. And even when they were free, they still weren't free. Mm-hmm. Um, and and. So it's it's like on Saturday, it was difficult for me to like celebrate my birthday because I had all these things rumbling around in my head. And I'm like, what right do I have to like go out and, and you know, drink and eat and enjoy myself when when I have all these feelings? And it was it was very complicated. And that's something that I'm going to have to learn to deal with. Um, it's almost, it, it's comparable, but not comparable. In my mind, it's almost like having my birthday on 9-11 where. Yeah. It's, it's just this kind of feeling of sadness and remembrance. And I, I want to be happy because it's my birthday, but it's it's complicated. Mm-hmm. And so I really wanted to talk to you about this today because, A, I want people to understand that it's not free the slaves day. It's not freedom day. It's this was a great milestone in the process of black people being free in this country. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of things wrong with it. Um and as companies and brands, right, like I heard, uh, you know, a lot of people had off on the Friday before Juneteenth, which is great. I have some weird mixed feelings about, and, and I'll say this, about white people getting the day off on, on, this, on this day, right? Like, I, I wouldn't advocate that they shouldn't, but it just kind of feels a little bit strange to me. Um, and I saw a lot of, you know, posts and ads and things like that. And to me, it's it's not a day for that. 
it's not, yeah. you know, 4th of July where we're having a 4th of July sale, freedom sale, blah, blah, blah. Like that is just in such massively bad taste to me. And I ideally what I would love would be for a lot of brands to maybe just say nothing, you know, allow people to take the day off that they would like to take. Um, and, you know, not treat it like a marketing opportunity. Mm-hmm. What do you, what it's do you interesting, think? Right. Yeah, you, made, so, you made a face. So I feel like you have thoughts as well on, on that. Portion. Oh, of course I do. So I think about some of the holidays that we had already pre-established prior to this, um, this new federal holiday and things like Memorial day, which are like this rah-rah, um, patriotic kind of day when originally Memorial Day was a day to be silent, think about those, remember the people who had fought in wars and died Mm -hmm. for U.S. freedom, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's another conversation altogether, right? Because like, we're not even going to go into all of about the United States wars and things like that. But the, the purpose of it wasn't so like, hey, let's have a, let's have a picnic. Hey, let's, have a day off, let's celebrate, let's go to the movies, let's do those kinds of things. Um, but in the United States, that's what we do. When we end up with a holiday that is for any reason that we're not at work, we find ways to celebrate our day off of not having to you know, work for the man or work at all or work for ourselves or whatever it is, just that day of, of rest um, or celebration. And you know, we do the same thing at Veterans Day we do the same thing on Martin Luther King Day. Like we do any, and most businesses aren't closed on Martin Luther King Day. Let's, yeah. let's, you know, remember that. And just because something's a federal holiday doesn't mean a business is actually giving anybody the day off mm-hmm. because not many businesses take all the federal holidays and give them to their employees. Um, yeah. Schools, you know, federal, the, the mail stops that day. Banks, we call them bank holidays, even though they're yeah. federal holidays uh, because those things happen. Cause our world and runs around money. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Every so you you just hit the nail on the head. It is always about capitalism, right? It is always about power. It is always about money, and money and power go hand in hand. I have I have seen both sides of the celebration about the fact that that's become a holiday, right? So mm-hmm. I tweeted it out, and then I saw your tweet, and it made like gave me pause, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I guess I hadn't thought about it from that perspective. Um, And so I have mixed feelings as well, right? So yes, it should be, you know, do we celebrate the end of an an oppression, right? So whatever Mm -hmm. that oppression is, um, maybe celebrate isn't the right word, but recognize, we should recognize Mm -hmm. when progress happens. Uh, Mm -hmm. Whether it should have been something that ever happened to begin with, absolutely not, slavery should not have been a thing. But can we recognize and be happy and grateful that you know, that, that, that something happened to change the course of that. Well, yeah, of course, we're happy that it's not still yeah. the same slavery that it was, right? And that it's always progression and it's moving forward, sometimes ridiculously slowly, 100%. Uh, you know, and I think about like, just other times that we think about things like that. And, and this is gonna, gonna be the this is I'm gonna break it down to the most ridiculous analogy okay mm-hmm. so as a as a single as a person like as you you not you but anybody listening as a single person um, one person think about what happens when you get divorced 
-hmm. You get divorced and everybody either says, I'm so sorry, or they say, oh my gosh, I'm so happy for you. You don't just suddenly have a different life. You Mm -hmm. suddenly have to figure out what that life looks like, Mm -hmm. who you are, not as a married person, how you deal with finances, how you deal with things that the other person took care of for years and years. Mm -hmm. And you have to try to start to navigate that. That is just an iota of what it must have felt like to suddenly not be on a plantation, mm-hmm. not have somebody, now I'm not saying this in a, neg- in, a, in a colonizer kind of way, right? Like somebody was providing your food, somebody was giving yeah. you a shelter, but you suddenly didn't have any place where those things mm-hmm. were coming from. So you didn't have a home. You didn't know where you, you were foraging for food. You didn't have money because you weren't making money in your job. Yeah. Now you're just suddenly this homeless person on the streets with no idea how to navigate what is the United States at that particular point in time. Mm -hmm. It had to be ridiculously scary. I'm sure there was suicide. I know there was other things going on and and that the the mistreatment of people didn't end. It's, I'm I'm rambling now, but it's it's mind boggling. It's hard to get Mm -hmm. your head around it. And then I saw an, uh, a TikTok yesterday. I love TikTok, sorry, but I, I'm not sorry. Uh, so I saw a TikTok yesterday where somebody um, who's a, a person who speaks out, a, a Black woman who speaks out about Black Lives Matter and calls things the way she sees them, which I love mm-hmm. about her, showed, like, duetted this person who was in Target in Minnesota or Michigan. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was Michigan. And they had set up this big old Juneteenth table with the banner over the top and they had hot sauce, watermelon, and other things that they thought were black people things on this table. Uh. So cringy. And I thought of, you know, this is, I, I saw this after you and I had des- decided what we might talk about today. And I was like, oh, I got something to share. <laughs> mm. And that goes yeah. right back to your point of just don't. If you don't have something, if you could amplify voices, as a white person, I try to amplify voices. I tweeted out about um, Miss Opal, who made Mm -hmm. this her journey to get this to happen. And I like cried when I saw her be so excited about Mm -hmm. it, you know, so I want to amplify voices. I don't want to put my opinion out there into the world about this because it's not my opinion to have. I appreciate all of that. Yeah, that... (sighs) I mean, like ears are hot. Yeah, I, I remember seeing over the weekend a it was like a, a, a um, it might have been Bon Appetit. No, it wasn't. I would have remembered that it was some uh, cooking magazine or website and their Juneteenth holiday recipe was grilled watermelon. And I was like, OK, like tone deaf. it's tone deaf. You're trying and yes, watermelon is a summery hot, uh, food and lots of people enjoy it. And, you know, girl, I love watermelon. Girl, watermelon is delicious. But like the you it's obvious that you don't have a single black person on that team to see that before it goes out and say, mm, maybe <laughs> there's something else we can try. Yeah, it's it's such a it's such a weird, interesting world of like minefields like I I appreciate the fact that there are a lot of people out there who are genuinely trying and they're like great I can be an ally and I can support this holiday and I can support people and here's how I'm gonna do it and 
you know, then you post something like grilled watermelon and you're like, well, I, I thought that was, you know, and it just it boils down to right what we're trying to accomplish with our tool is representation. If you don't have people on your team with those unique points of view and those unique experiences to say, here's here's like, I mean, I don't think that most black people could sit down and say, here's the history of why I did like grouping black people with watermelon is racist, but we just know it. We just know that that's a thing that's been used against us and, and it's not okay. Um, gosh, makes my ears hot. White people eat watermelon too. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Don't, I've never liked it. I'm one of the few people in the world that hates watermelon. Yeah. (laughs) I love watermelon. It has to be perfect though. It has to be like the perfectly ripe, proper water, like bad watermelon is like like, like they say, like even bad pizza is still good pizza because it's pizza. For me, watermelon is the opposite. Bad watermelon <laughs> is unacceptable, but good watermelon is remarkable. My cat is agreeing. Here, Frida. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Frida, do you like watermelon? Oh my God, she's a black cat. Wow. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I. No comment. No comment from the white girl on the podcast. I, I would really encourage if you are listening and you are a business owner, or a brander, or social media person, yeah, amplifying other people's voices, like Michelle was talking about, sharing information that is pertinent to, you know, pertinent to the history of it. Um, and, you know, we had a, a, an episode a little while ago about, you know, like performative support. What did you call it? I love the word that you, the phrase you had for it. I, I just forgot. It'll come back to me. It'll come back to us. Um, yeah. You know, basically being an ally for the optics of it and for how, how good it looks because mm-hmm. it's trendy right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, th- those are the things that you want to avoid. And, and Juneteenth is a big sort of um, kind of pot, uh, pothole for people to fall into mm-hmm. to do those sorts of things. You can also not post or say or, or do anything. Right. You can mm-hmm. you can let people uh, celebrate, remember, revere it the way that they want to. Right. Mm-hmm. And not have a say in it. Not everyone has to. The, the thing of 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 the, the time period we live in right now with the Internet is I feel like everyone feels like they have to have a thought or a statement about something. Right. right. You don't. You really don't. Um, so sometimes the best thing to do is, is to just be quiet and learn and, and maybe ask questions, but to not put anything else out there to contribute to potentially harmful narratives. Um, let me, let me, tell, let me say something to the white people listening. <laughs> it's okay. To be uncomfortable. It's okay to be <laughs> uncomfortable. You don't have to solve your own discomfort. Mm-hmm. You are, you can be, you can be uncomfortable about it. Still keep your mouth shut. Still not have an opinion. It's Okay. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you're supposed to be uncomfortable about things. You're not supposed to ever be okay that slavery happened in the United States. Mm-hmm. You're not ever supposed to be okay that there's still racism and still oppression. You don't have it all on your shoulders to solve just by you alone. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be uncomfortable. It's better to get involved in ways that help. But it's but at the very least, it's okay to sit quietly and be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, this is an emotional one for me. Yeah, <laughs> this, for is, sure. this is an emotional my jo- conversation. 
So as you know, my daughter is, uh, I mentioned before, she's in the African-American resource group for mm-hmm. um, her business where she works, a big, huge bank here in New York and California. And uh, she, they, they made t-shirts that said Juneteenth and they had a big banner and they're all grinning in front of it. She's celebrating. She's so happy mm-hmm. um, that, that number one, that, it, that, it, that it's happened, but number two, that her business recognizes mm-hmm. it appropriately because they have this African-American resource group to help manage how it all happens in there. And so, you know, she sent me pictures and she was all happy and that made me happy for her. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And I was like, you look so happy. I love you. (laughs) That is amazing. That's delightful. And yeah, I, I want to say that while I'm sharing my, my feelings and my thoughts, I don't, I don't represent or stand for all black people. Right. I feel like people treat me. I feel like sometimes people treat me that way. And it's like, I feel the way that I feel. Um, That's actually called tokenization. (laughs) I feel the way that I feel. And there are so many other, I mean, the whole reason that this holiday began is because the black people in Texas at that time were like, hell yeah. And they just started, you know, partying and, and, and as they immigrated out of Texas, they brought that, that recognition with them. And so it's, Mm -hmm. it's prevailed through all of this time. And so if you are a black person who feels just pure joy and happiness and wants to celebrate this, you have every friggin' right in the world to do that. This is just Mm -hmm. how I feel and how I feel as, even though I am a black person, I do not have any black American ancestors. I am first generation American as far as the black side of my family, all of my mom's family is from the Caribbean. Let's say there weren't slaves in the Caribbean at some point in history, but my family was never a part of the American slavery institution and or North American slavery institution, I guess. Um, so I don't have the same connection that other people might have um, to this day, but it's it's just how I feel. And so mm-hmm. that's that's the other thing that I kind of have to recognize is people will acknowledge this in different ways. There's no, there are probably some wrong ways, but there are different ways to acknowledge this day. Nobody is going to be completely right or completely wrong. Um, but it's also, yeah, it's not up to us to decide how it should be remembered. Mm-hmm. I just want to help people from completely sticking their foot in their mouths. <laughs> in an effort to to be a good ally and they they post watermelon recipes and geez absolutely and i (laughs) i celebrate with my daughter and i honor your feelings all at the same time because thank you as sentient beings we can do that actually and some people try to pigeonhole themselves into not knowing what to do Mm -hmm. just respect people that's where i mean literally that's what it comes down to at this point is respect people their their feelings their emotions and don't be an asshole with the way that you, you know, use holidays like this. Yeah, I am. I, I will say I'm glad I didn't get any DMs or messages this year saying like, hey, Allie, happy Juneteenth, because I I might have been mean. <laughs> I might not have responded in the most uh, sweet way in the world. Um, but yeah, I, I do appreciate all of the people that I know who were super respectful this year. Um, and, you know, gave to Black American organizations and causes and things like that. Do that all year. But, um, you know, 
Juneteenth is a good opportunity to really do some research and find some some good places to donate to, some good places to support, um, and good resources to share, like the underrepresented in tech database. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, who knows what we'll talk about next week, but we always try to bring something exciting and absolutely yeah, thought provoking. Nice. Love you, Allie. <laughs> Love you. This episode was sponsored by the following companies. Yikes, Inc. Yikes, Inc. is a collaborative, results-driven, Philadelphia-based WordPress agency dedicated to sustainable business practices. Lockdown Design and SEO. Based out of Sacramento, California, this SEO company is focused on manufacturing SEO and local SEO, making sure businesses get more leads and requests for quotes from their website. GoWP. GoWP creates happiness for digital agencies and helps them to become more profitable by increasing their revenue, lowering their overhead costs, and retaining their clients for ongoing work. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.
This episode was sponsored by the following companies. Yikes, Inc. Yikes, Inc. is a collaborative, results-driven, Philadelphia-based WordPress agency dedicated to sustainable business practices. Lockdown Design and SEO. Lockdown Design and SEO is focused on manufacturing SEO and local SEO, making sure your business gets more leads and requests for quotes from your website. GoWP. GoWP creates happiness for digital agencies and helps them to become more profitable by increasing their revenue, lowering their overhead costs, and retaining their clients for ongoing work. Bet Hannon Business Websites. Bet Hannon Business Websites has over a decade of experience helping businesses grow through designing and developing websites, coaching clients in content strategy, and implementing business integrations and accessibility best practices. Thank you so much to our sponsors for this episode. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.